so vain I'm pretty sure this song is about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Saturday, June 19th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about the different events that go on in my life. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I know you guys want to hear about what happened on uh, Just Between Us, Sheila's. That's happening tomorrow, but for today, it's This Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of the show called This Joe Batanz. Today we're covering the events leading up to Saturday, June 19th, 2021. Uh, that we, did, we did record um, today, uh, just, bet- no, I'm sorry. Yeah, just between us girls, a very heated argument between me and Lori, but I figured we'd save that for the episode that comes out tomorrow. I'll talk about that, among other things, because I have a lot to talk about that's gone on. But, you know, what's really upsetting is I, I made notes about what I needed to talk about, and now I can't find said notes. Oh, wait. No, I do have them right here. These notes right in front of me? Uh, okay. So, these are just a couple of little quick stories uh, that took place in between the last time we talked. I've jotted down little quick things. Uh, that have happened. Um, I, I've been going to Starbucks every morning. I get the same order at Starbucks every day. I get a tall cold brew with two pumps of sugar-free vanilla, two Splenda, and a splash of oat milk. Same order every day. Okay. And, uh, and usually I'm on the phone with Aiden. I usually time it, so I'm on the phone with Aiden. And when I go, I think he gets amused hearing me order at Starbucks. And when he'll often uh, comment or evaluate how that person was uh, at the window. And uh, one day, this past week, I pull up to the window and I show – I have the Starbucks app and I show the guy at the window – my uh, QR code for my uh, gift card, you know, my gift account or whatever you call it, the account. And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. The guy in front of you paid for you. And I went, oh. And I go, okay, well, how much is the person behind me? I didn't want to fall for the thing where the person had a $60 order. I go, how much was it for the person behind me? And he goes, 350 or something like that. It's almost exactly what mine is, right? Mine is 345 Anyway, okay, then I'll buy his. So he zapped my gift card, and uh, I drove away. You know, and, and this Starbucks is in a shopping center, so I'm actually driving away in the shopping center, and then I go to a light to make a left turn onto the major road. And uh, on, on my way up to the light and way at the light, I'm talking to Aiden, and I ask him, you know, how often does it happen? And he says about once a day, I think he said. 
or every other day. I don't know. It gave me. It was actually. It was actually more common than I thought it was. And uh, I go, oh, and then uh, I go, and then I go. Uh, how long does it last for? And he even said, like, at some point, there's a person who doesn't know what's going on, and it just stops. And I go, oh, and at that moment, a car pulls up next to me, and he tells me to roll my window down. And I roll my window down, and he goes, oh, my God, thank you, thank you so much, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, that's, oh, my God, amazing, thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. And then he, he drove away, and I rolled my window back up, and I go, well, it stopped right after me. <laughs> like, because the way that guy was saying it was he didn't get what was happening, you know? And so he uh, was... Uh, just thanking me for for buying his order, and so I thought that was funny. And then what's funny that is, um, I was telling my mom the story later, and she told me about an aunt. The same thing happened to her, where she just had the person, but she found out it was it's a thing you're supposed to do, and she didn't know. And then she felt awful later. What she should do is start it up again. You know, she should buy the then she pays it forward later. Uh, okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was that okay. I, I'm sure I talked about it in this Joe Batanz, but now I have an update over a year later. So over a year ago, uh, there's an artist. He does movie posters, but that's not primarily what he does. He doesn't primarily do movie posters. I'm going to actually do my, I'm leaving right after this. So I'm going to do a, you're going to, I can't handle multiple streams of information. I just can't. It's impossible for me to do it. Right. I think I talked about it before. There's, um, a, uh, a game thing on your iPad, like an intelligence game. I can't remember what it's called. I, I would, I would actually play these games all the time, but the subscription is so expensive that, um, hold up. There we go. But, um, so we're done. Um, but in this, uh, oh shit. Sorry. Oh no! So I'll tell you, uh, you know I can't handle multiple streams of information. That has been established, and even that's happening right now. Ah, there we go. Okay. Now I'm officially done. I had to put where the commercials go in the public feed show, and, and then I made a little mistake, and but it's fixed now. But uh, anyway, there's this uh, app, and um, it measures and compares how you do in certain parts with your, having to do with your brain and stuff like that, right? And in terms of like focus on the ability to focus, oh my god, I'm mean, like in the 99th percentile on when I have to focus on one thing, okay? Um, and um, like if there's just one piece of information, it has my undivided attention. But that's not bragging because on the other side, when you have to handle multiple streams of information, I'm like literally in like the 30th percentile. Like I'm so low. Like embarrassingly low, and I practiced and practiced. And I got a little better, but I cannot handle multiple streams of information. I just, it is impossible for me to do that. So anyway, I think you just heard that, but because I, but because I have to go, I would rather get it done now. Put where the commercials are, so now that the show comes out tomorrow on the public feed. Okay, so uh, there's a his name is Greg Ruth. He's an illustrator. He's done some movie posters, some iconic movie posters. Uh, he actually did the one for um, Parasite. Um, but the, not the photo one. There's another one that went around, like an artsy one. And it was an official poster, and he did that. And he's very highly regarded. Does a lot of work, strangely, with Ethan Hawke, the actor. I don't know how that works. But he's a very – he's an amazing artist, okay? And he doesn't often do commissions, but 
Oh, actually, you know, he does a lot of the Criterion Collection DVDs. So, like the one that, that the one that came out about all about Eve last year, I think, two years ago, he did all the illustrations for all about Eve, the Criterion Collection, and he's done a couple of other of the Criterion illustrations. Anyway, um, he opened up during the beginning of the pandemic to commissions, and so I dropped quite a bit of money. Because I wanted him to do a commission. And I wanted him to do a commission specifically of this one um, photo. It's a, a photograph in um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is a very influential movie in my life. And uh, there's one in particular that made me really, really laugh very hard. And it is of... Pee-wee is in the basement of his house and he has a meeting and he holds a picture of himself. First, he holds a picture of himself with his bike and he goes, Exhibit A, a picture of me with my bike. And then he goes, Exhibit B, uh, a picture of me without my bike. Okay, and the joke goes on. But the point is, the photo he holds in his hand of him without his bike is... (laughs) Is Pee-wee, the black and white photo. It's a very tight close-up of his head. And he's looking down. Okay? And he just has a blank expression on his face. His lips are slightly parted. It's a very bizarre picture. Okay? And I go, I want that drawn. And the guy goes, I never usually do that stuff, but I will do this one. This is amazing. He says, yes. Cut to... It's been over a year. I actually sent him an email in October, and I was trying to be nice. I feel like I always put my foot in my mouth with him. I said, um, uh, hey, listen, I, I I, don't care how long it takes, but I, I didn't know if – I had this fear that it got lost. And he never responded, and I didn't know what to do, right? So I just left – I talked to John Paul about it because I'm afraid – I was afraid because I really wanted him to do it. He's an amazing illustrator. I was afraid that if I bugged him, he would just say, fuck you, here's your money back, and you don't get anything. You know, no soup for you. And so I just didn't say anything, and I was actually like, how long did I go? Well, he, so he had written a couple of times on the social media that he was trying to catch up on his commissions, and that he would, he had closed his commissions, and he wouldn't open them back up again until he was done with this batch. So, uh, I was like, I'll wait until the commissions are done. And if there's nothing, then I will have, I'll have to really say something. Well, I got an, uh, an email last week and he says, you are on deck. You're next. And, uh, I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to do like the first round of, of the drawing. And then when it's done, I'll, I'll show you a work in progress and we can go from there. And I go, oh, great, great. And uh, he sends me the work in progress the next day. I really like it. It's not exactly the photo that I wanted. Um, so I'm not unhappy with it. It's because it, it, when you see it, I mean, you're gonna, there's a way for you to see it. I'll tell you in a second. But when you see it, it's, you'll see it's like, and look, please look at his other stuff on social media. You can go on his website and look at the past commissions and stuff like that. It's, it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, but, his work is amazing, but I was like, I was, and I'm very happy with it, but it's not the exact of the photo that I wanted, but he, so he was like, you know, he's emailing with me. And again, I, I always say too much. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, cause 
in the initial emails, I was like, I wanted to be exactly this photo. And especially now, since it's not exactly the photo, I was like, but in the year since, and I've seen him working on the commissions, he's done incredible work when he's allowed to do whatever he wants. Incredible work. Insane. You should, that's what I'm saying. You should go look at his other stuff. And I was like, holy shit. <clears throat> I should have let him go into town. It would have been amazing. And so I wanted to, to say, don't feel restricted. <clears throat> but I, I felt like the emails I was sending and the way he was interpreting them came off as like, oh, now I want you to do this, which it wasn't. And I don't know. I just always feel this uncut. There's, there's certain people like him, like um, really good artists like him. I went to a college with a guy now who's a really good artist. And when I talked to him, like these really artsy I live in like a really artsy community and I hang out with artists and I'm an artist and I'm white. Those people I am so awkward and uncomfortable with. It's insane. It's insane. And I don't know why I feel so uncomfortable around them and awkward uh, because then I see what they like on social media and I'm like, oh, they just, yeah, anyway, it's a whole other thing. So I'm like, I don't know why I feel like they're better than me, but I do. Maybe because they have this talent that I don't have. So... He, so we, those emails go back and forth and then, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll have it done the next day. And I go, oh my God, I'm so excited. Well, I'll be honest with you. It's been like three or four days since he said we have it finished and he hasn't had it finished. Now I know he finishes whatever he does before he moves on to the next thing. So, and he, and he had said, you know, now that I look at it, I kind of want to have Pee Wee's bike in this. And I was like, oh my God, that'd be amazing. You know, I, I'm, I'll be impressed with whatever this guy does. And so like, and now that I know this is the one he's working on, I'm not, you know, too worried. Okay. But I'm very excited to see what he does. It's, it's funny. I'm on bait. I'm waiting with bated breath to see what the final product is and to actually get it and frame it. Uh, and I actually want to pay for him to do another one when the commissions open up again. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm waiting for that. You, if you want to see the work in progress, you have to scroll down a little bit because he's tweeted since. You can go to at Greg Ruth. That's Greg and then Ruth as an R-U-T-H, at Greg Ruth on Twitter. And you can see the work in progress of what he's been doing uh, with the Pee-wee uh, film. I do have a theory as to why he hasn't either shown it. Well, he would have shown it to me, though, privately. I don't know. I was thinking because, you know, the guy that played Jombie the Genie on Pee-wee's Playhouse passed away. And that on the day he passed away and that Pee-wee was talking about it, uh, that was when it was the, the finished product was supposed to be delivered. And I'm thinking, like, does he want to, like, hold off until he can get, like, until Pee-wee's not in mourning anymore? I don't know. And I'm fine with that, too. Um, okay. The other day, I went to dinner with my parents. And uh, my birthday is coming up. It's on the 4th of July. And uh, tradition, I don't like, I think because I grew up having, like, a giant, not, it's not that I hate parties. I just, it, my my birthday was always a big deal because it's the 4th of July and relatives, and, my, and because my parents had a swimming pool and because my birthday was on the 4th of July, all relatives, remember I'm Mexican, so you have a thousand cousins, wanted to come up with, would, would bug my parents about whether they were having me a birthday party. And so they would often give in until I was older and have a birthday party. And what that meant was a lot of chores and work for Joey to get ready for this birthday party. And so I have this association in my head with my birthday party as a lot of work and um, 
a lot of just stress. And so my birthday often um, stresses me out. My birthday stresses me out. It just does. No, 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 no. My birthday does not stress me out. Having a birthday party for my birthday stresses me out. So my what my 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 dream is, and my parents, especially my mom, does not understand this, is well, they've gotten used to it. Is I want to have a basic birthday breakfast with my family, and then spend the day just chilling by my by myself, just nothing stressful, super super relaxed, super super easy going. No stress. I want zero stress. I want everyone to chill. And, uh, you know, last year was a little tough because my grandmother was on the verge of death, but I still tried. Uh, and the years before that were always amazing. Just I would just hang out and just watch. There was one year where Stranger Things came out, this, did my birthday, and I literally just binged Stranger Things, and that was an amazing birthday. And uh, so we're having a breakfast this year. And so we were at dinner the other day. My mom and I were at dinner. And my dad. And my mom says, and this is a problem that's been getting worse and worse, where my mom just is so clearly favors my brother. She literally said this, and she says she didn't mean this, and so I'll have to give her the benefit of the doubt. She said, did you figure out what your brother wants to eat for breakfast on your birthday? And I was like, what? Even my dad would look at her and was like, what did you just say? And she's like, well, no, no, you know what I mean. Like, what are you going to have for like, And I was like, no. She clearly, it has to be, what does my brother want for breakfast? What Because my, my brother now is essentially, for all intents and purposes, the patriarch. Because he makes a lot of money, and he has a business that's very successful, and he gave my mom grandkids, and he's married and straight. And so he is the de facto now head of the family, everything he says, very Mexican, what is, you know, Papi want, everything is very, very, you know, patriarchal, and he's now the patriarch, which he's more than happy to be the patriarch, but god damn it, on my birthday, what does my brother want for breakfast on my birthday? Holy shit, right? And she says she didn't mean it, and again, like I said, I have to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I think it comes from a place of my brother is the boss. And uh, that's just the way it is. Um, so I have one more. You know, the, the last thing I have here is a much bigger topic. So I might have to hold off on it uh, until the next episode because um, it's about, you know, I will say this. I, you know, I've had a big episode about uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I recently, and I'm very curious about my gamer friends, if you have any relative stories, please put them in the in the discussion group of this Joe Batanz on Discord and share your feelings about this. But I recently had to give up Fire Emblem, like cold turkey. I might even have to delete it from my Switch because it became such a problem, even though I beat it. Uh, I went into this deep, deep, and I'm still in it, this funk. I'm actually coming out of it. I can tell I'm coming out of it. But this funk that I had afterwards where I was depressed, I mean, this game really took a hold of me. And I could, and, and what happened, it was a vicious cycle. And uh, I, because I was playing this game, like, let me put it this way. When I got back from Seattle, there were like eight hours I had played on this game. And that included being in Seattle. Okay? Eight hours. 
as of whenever the last time I looked, if you guys can look, I think on my, if you're friend, friends with me on Switch, uh, I think I'm up to like 123 hours or 115 hours or something crazy like that. So that means over a hundred hours I put in after Seattle, over 100 hours playing this video game. And that was at the expense of my health, including my blood sugar. I stopped working out. I stopped drinking water, which is very strange. I stopped eating right. I stopped moving. I stopped, and I started neglecting afterthought. Like I was only doing afterthought, like, cause I had to do it and I would do the bare minimum. And so, uh, that all stops and it's all stopped. But, uh, but it also had an effect on me and Aiden. It put me into this depression. And, uh, but uh, very serious topics came up because of that depression. But you know what? We're going to have to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, because for now, we're out of time. And so tomorrow we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the fight with Lori. And we'll, I have to go to a, a baseball game with my family. Maybe something happens there. But it's all going to happen only one place. That's Disjo Batanz. And that's only one place. It's Afterthought Media. See you guys tomorrow.